Good evening, good evening, and welcome again to another episode of the Sealers Villains, your cultivators of the comic culture. I'm your host, AJ. I've got Red tonight in the building. Red, uh, just it might just be us and I, or Red and I. E-Man might not be able to come on, and Luke will try and stop by, but he is getting ready for Rose City Comic Con. Rose City Comic Con! Is that a... Um, Ooh, 1069. Is that a Attack on Titan shirt? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Nice. Why? 14 bucks at Target right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to shop every Target, though, if you're going to find a size for you, because it took three Targets for me to find a, a double XL. Gotcha. Gotcha. And they're, they're pretty pretty much in high demand. I mean, I got this one. I got a, uh, I got another... Uh, I guess it was a cover of uh, X Men number six, the the one with the Wolverine and everybody like has this profile shit. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's the Omega Red first appearance, I think. No, 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 that's four. Number six is after it. The the two issues after that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of Jim Lee stuff is is actually going on T-shirts now. It's weird. So there's that one. The the in the first and the, the second appearance of Micah Red that's on the T-shirt as well. That's issue number five of X Men Volume Two. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Wait, wait, oh X Men Six, you said six. Yeah. Let me see. X Men Six Volume Two. Let me see this. It's a. Uh... As a, as, actually, no, sorry. It's not number six. Number 11. Number 11. I could... Oh, okay. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one to have. Yeah, it's it's this thing. Hi, Miss O. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's that thing, but it's in black and white right now. So, it's available at Target. For the last, I guess, eight months. So okay. I, I got to get another one because it's white. It gets after so many washes, it turns yellow. You know. Yeah, you know that's the one thing about white shirts; like they fade pretty bad. I mean, black shirts do too, but yeah. But if you sweat profusely, it turns yellow. Okay. Which I do. <sighs> you sweat profusely. So how's your evening going, man? Um. Well, I gotta start packing for the convention. I gotta, I gotta fly it out at two o'clock tomorrow. So I got a early meeting with the uh, with a bunch of customers, and then I'm then I gotta head to the airport after that, and then uh, meet up with Luke afterwards because he's gonna go pick up the kids first. So I'll just take an Uber to the hotel, jump in the pool for a minute. Okay, wait. So you're not um, you're not staying at his. Um... His camper? No, nah. yeah. no. Nah, he had a what do you call it? He had a he had an issue with the uh, the plumbing. We were trying to fix it, and then it kind of bursted on him. So, oh, nope, man. in the trailer. So I had to go. Uh, so I had to go. Uh, what do you call it? I had to go get a, a hotel last minute. Uh, the Rose City Comic Con. So the one out in Portland. So it's a three day event, and looks like it's mostly comic centric. Not a lot of B listers, but there are two A listers right now. It's uh Zoe Zaldana and uh who is that chick that played uh uh Nebula? 
Um, I forgot her name. Um, oh my god. But that that um, yeah that redhead, her. Yeah, yeah. So that's the major A-listers that's going to be there. And Karen Gillan, that's it. Yeah, Karen Gillan, that's the one. Was that how you said you're in Gillan? Yeah, because she's Irish. Oh, I thought it was Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan. Okay. <laughs> so wait, you're leaving. What what day you're leaving? You're leaving tomorrow? I'm leaving tomorrow afternoon. And the con is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm assuming then. Yeah. So by the time I get there and then we hook up, we're going to go uh, load up the trucks, sort out some books that way because we have some repeat customers from the last two last two uh, conventions. Okay. And we're always asking for, for like, um, you know, certain titles. So I want to make sure that I get those ready. That way when on the first day they come in through the door, boom, there's your books, dude. Pay up. And um, are you gonna get to um, what are what are your other plans? Are you plan on getting signatures, sketches, or anything like that? Eric Tuba, so. uh, yeah, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that uh that Stan Lee portrait. Uh huh. I'm gonna have Stan Sakai draw on it. I'm gonna have him draw a a uh, a portrait of himself with Usagi Ujimbo ears. Okay. <laughs> so it's a non Marvel. I don't know where he's gonna put it, but it'll be stand on stand. But isn't that? I mean, if it's the same one that I'm thinking, isn't it already full of sketches? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm thinking you could squeeze it in between. Looks like a Carnage and and Spider Gwen. It'll be small, but at least it'll be stand on stand. So it'll be stand squared. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'm pretty excited about that. You know, Peach Momoko's uh dropped out a couple months ago, so. I guess her her dance card's pretty full right now. And then yeah. Salt Lake City Comic Con is also on the same weekend. So a bunch of the artists are going to that one. To which one? Salt Lake City Fan Expo. Oh, okay. All right. Well, are you excited to go? Is it more more work? More what, what do you what are your what's your vibes right now? Oh uh, shit. I'm just I'm just trying to get my uh, table clear before I even leave the, the state. So it's I have a bunch of uh open-ended stuff at, at at the office before I get to really enjoy anything. So it's I'm, that's my first con- that's the first thing I'm gonna concentrate on tomorrow morning, and then then I'll then I'll let you guys know what, how my vibe is after that. All right, all right. I'm still I'm still recovering from Vegas, and so is E-Man. But you know, uh, having to be uh, the best man, so a lot of my fundage kind of got depleted from there. So all right. my comic money is none. <laughs> so I may have I may have enough for the for the sketch, but that's it. Well, gotcha. hey, uh, we did promise uh, one of the guys. Uh, I guess we had a show. Uh, we had a show a few months back. We were giving away the um, the Into the Spider Verse uh, posters, and I, I did promise one the guys that plus you guys that I'll get the uh, those posters signed by. Um, by what's his name again? Uh, uh, uh not Randy Amberlin, but uh, the one that created Mars Miles Morales. Uh, Bendis. Bendis is gonna oh, get Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, so I'll I'll have to donate a hundred bucks for him to sign unlimited things. Okay. Um, Miss So says the oh, Vegas video on IG was hilarious. Uh, I hope oh. it's not the one that. The Vegas video. 
Oh, oh, it was at the it was at the Vegas Spear, and I was asking like, hey, can, can somebody hack into this and show me some Pornhub on this? And so it, it, that thing is is annoyingly bright. I would say, let's say if you're in the dark in your dark bedroom, right, and you have your TV on, yeah, how annoying it is. You can't really sleep with that shit on. It, but it looks cool though, right? I mean, I've seen pictures of it. No. Yeah. Yeah, that, that loses a luster after a thirty minutes. It's like okay, it's a it's a big, I guess, dome that has LED on it, and and maybe uh, if I do come back and there's a there's a major concert, it's they, they said that they're gonna they're gonna stream the concert outside so for people oh, to watch. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but you can't hear it. Oh what? There's, there's no there's no sound. There's no sound, but but the first concert that they, they did have there was a uh, U2, and it was fifteen hundred per seat. Oh man! Yeah, for U2, I mean that that's reasonable for U2. I mean they're they've been around since the eighties. Yeah, yeah. All right, looks like uh, we got our boy hey! Ruth in the building. What's going on, man? Uh, okay. Uh, she said the other Hi. videos. Never show anyone for your closest friends. Yes, there are a few out there. There's a few that where we we went to Hoffenhausen, Hoffenbrau, where we got spanked. So I think E-Man has that on his page. Otherwise, all the other stuff it's it's just us karaokeing. Yeah, doing karaoke. Mm. Luke, you got looked like you got a fresh haircut there. Do I asked for the uh, Tom Brady, and uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. It's like the 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 Ford the Ford comb pohawk. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna fix my hairband. You gotta look like a goat. Yeah, yeah. You, you ready for uh, Rose City? No, no, oh, no. Man. I'm never ready. Okay, why why is that? Why is that? No, I I bumbling stumble into the convention hall and just. Make my way through three days of insanity. Yeah, well, I'm wearing Crocs this time. Oh yeah. Oh, Crocs or Hoka's or some. You know the new, all the new shoes have like four inches of foam now. Are Hoka's really that much more comfortable? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like four inches of foam. Well, how could it not be? It's like walking mashed potatoes. I, I've walked on mashed potatoes before. It's pretty gross. But they are comfortable. <laughs> you got a pair of hookahs? No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I even mashed potatoes on mashed potatoes. Remember, Dude, we I don't, I don't do the hookah shoes. I do the slides. And this is the most comfortable piece of foam I've ever wore. It more than Croc, even. It's better than a, it's better than the Croc. Okay. Because I mean, I wear the um, I I got a couple like my more. Most comfortable pair of shoes are like anything Adidas Ultra Boost, and those are always comfortable. I, I'm always wondering how much more comfortable Hoka's are compared to those. <laughs> you, you would know at the end of the day if you're like been standing and walking around the convention hall versus like wearing, you know, you wear your your best pair of Nikes versus a pair of Crocs. There is going to be a huge difference. Mm -hmm. so you you are walking on pillows. Yep. 
Exactly. And the time that you get in line for exclusives, it, it gets hard on the feet. I know you got flat feet. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I know you. So buy yourself a nice pair of Crocs or slides or whatever foam footwear there is. All right. I'll have to, I'll, but Crocs is only slippers, though, right? They don't make shoes? The, they're like clogs with straps. So it's, Remember the sandals you used to wear in back back at home, back in the Philippines? They look like gel, uh, like rubber gel footwear. No, I don't even know. Okay, well, you'll have to test that out for yourself. Just just go to just go to Famous Footwear or uh, the Good Foot Store and, and and try them out. All right. Well, Luke, what what uh what's your goal? What do you have any um, goals or or expectations for Rose City? Make money. Yeah, it's just sell out. hundred. I want 100%. I'm going to put a big sign. All must go. Um, I'm thinking of having like a big poster board and like writing what's in the boxes. Like first Peacemaker, first Ahsoka Tano. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, do a, I don't do a wall. I don't do the key book wall. I don't do the con book wall. Because fuck that, dude. I fucking hate the con book wall. You walk by, you look, you keep walking. Right? That's what everybody does. Yeah. Well, because yeah. the hassle of having to, all right, I'm not going to pick that, pick out this book. Ask the guy, hey, how much does this cost? Oh, it's FMV plus 20%. Yeah. Right. I'm going to put a big sign with a with a circle and eBay sold and cross it out. <laughs> Make me an offer around this range. Yeah, let's just work it out. How many uh, boxes are you planning on bringing? I have a 10 by 20 booth, and I calculated the table inches. Each box is eight inches wide, and I can get 134 boxes. Wow. Now, those are long boxes. Yeah. So, with short boxes, I could probably get it up to, what, 150, 160? Which we've done. We've we've done at least over a hundred boxes the last two cons we've done. And um we just gotta make sure that we have enough foot space or sit space for people to uh, sort and so look through the red, red, this is your second go around with Luke on this? Third. A third, 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 third. This is right. This is right. This is third, baby. Is that crazy? It's third. <laughs> but it's, it's been fun. Been fun. I mean, it's a lot of work, but hell, it, it's it beats having to walk the convention floor up and down all day for three days. I actually got to have a spot to sit on and just look at people. But damn, dude, 130 to 150 boxes hauling. Oh my god, that's no, it's more than that. It's just a, that's just a shit on the on the tables. There's gonna be more sitting in the back somewhere. That way, when we reload. You know, you're, you're talking about another 50 boxes plus uh, toys, posters. Um, I don't know what else Luke is going to put out there. Plus, we have a section for um, where the comic capsule guy. Okay. That's going to be on a cart. Mm -hmm. I got to uh, make sure you, you send us pictures of, of your setup because I'm very curious to see how. Uh, do you have um, a camera to do like a. You know those time lapse to, to where you guys set up and everything. 
I, I seriously want to see the see that. I mean, two hundred boxes. You guys gotta, you know, how much? How much was the booth, Luke? Uh, that's Missoula's asking. Almost three k. Three k per weekend. Yeah. Okay. So about under one k per day. It's pricey. I'm nervous, dude. I'm like sweating under my collar with the price. Well, you yeah, have you you've been successful all the other years, so I mean. Yeah, but you you could have a down year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could have a down year. I could I could bust out, you know. But I'll may I'll I'll bust even. I'm not worried about busting even. I'm just worried about you know doing well. I want to do well. I don't want to just bust even. Yeah. 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 I mean, granted, if we look at the uh, the vendors list, I think we're still. I think we we could stand a chance of making money versus the other guys because even though their shit's all sorted out in price, you can't beat Luke's prices. Yeah, I'm going to destroy them. Essentially, I'm gonna, yeah. Undercutter. I'm an undercutter. Hey, fuck that. I got to move books. I got to move weight. got to move serious bulkage, tonnage. Serious tonnage. And then I'm going to reset. I'm going to, when I get home, I'm going to sell every bulk, sell to whoever wants it. Do a full re- full reset on everything. So for for I guess for something huge events like this, like uh, like like Rose City and Fan Expo and even San Diego Comic Con, the the booth prices do go go above and beyond what small conventions go for. Yeah, there's a lot more foot traffic going to those. If you go to those those regional conventions, yeah, of course it's gonna be like a hundred to two hundred bucks a day. No, like Frankenstein is a really awesome little comic convention in Portland that I go to. It's forty. It's forty bucks for a table. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I sell like a thousand dollars of comics for a whole day. Yeah. Damn. Well, good luck, man. I, I really hope that uh, all the hard work you guys are putting in. <laughs> we could to go pick up some more paper bags and then write the write the R- RKFA logo on there. That way, when they do buy bought, stuff, hey, I'm responsible. I bought reusable bags this year. Okay, they're, cool. They're just black bags and uh, just like two bucks each, you know. Oh, you got to charge for a bag? Yeah, two bucks a bag. Okay. They were a buck a bag on Amazon. There were like fifty of them. Okay. How have you done the whole like at the end of the towards the end of the con so you don't gotta like bring so much you just like one short box 20 bucks have you done that so you don't gotta haul everything dude you know what I, I haven't I haven't done that I've asked I'm gonna put a big sign all must go you know what I mean you yeah want, I would want you want whatnot bulk Buy it all. We'll do a liquidation sale at least four hours left in the end on Sunday. That's what we'll do. Uh, Miss So says, I remember going to WizardCon before it turned into uh Fan Expo in Chicago, but it was years ago and tables were maybe 1k to 1500 at the most. Yeah, WizardCon is a big name or was a big name until they got bought off by Fan Expo. Well, but here's the thing, Miss So that is true, but I did a I'm doing a double booth and I'm doing a double corner with premium placement. So a single booth by itself would be a thousand dollars, but I'm doing a double to get a lot of inventory in there. So they, they charge you 
for double, but then they also charge for for location. They charge for if you want a corner, they charge you. If you want to be in a premium spot, they charge you. If you want electricity, they charge you. If you want a chair, they charge you. If you want a table, they, if you want a back, they charge everything. They charge you. Did oh, Did man. you get at least the table near an outlet? Um, no outlet. So we'll have to just make sure we bring some battery banks or something. <laughs> All right, that's that's why I, I wanted to that wanted to know before I leave the state that I'll bring a battery bank because yeah, we can. Sit, sit there all day and then you know looking stuff up on the phones and all of a sudden you're you have nothing no, no tool to use after that once the battery's dead yeah i'll bring my laptop so we'll have some juice with that okay yeah okay. uh final question um rose city comic-con what's your booth number 1017 10 right 10, it's right next to the uh powell main powell's books rose city comic-con booth all right, and we'll we'll let everyone know at the end of the show too, just to make sure that the, they they get that information down. Ten seventeen. All yeah, right. we're, we're actually one, two, three, four. I guess four booths away one, from one block back. over from Stan Sakai. Yeah, one block, like block of booths over. All you right. have someone going to help you, Luke. Yeah, it's gonna be me. <laughs> That's my me. boy Red. Lawrence is going. I think my dad's gonna come. Hell oh, nice. Uh, he said he might. Um, but we do this. Sure. And then I got like three or four guys who will be coming in and out for uh, booth eyes. Nice, nice. So nice. Lucas, Kellen, Vo, and I think two or three other guys are just gonna be help organize during the con booth. Keep eyes on the book. You know what I mean. Yeah, we have we have a lot of uh we don't have actually we haven't had any thefts I don't think yeah think knock on wood but yeah yeah <laughs> are you pretty intense when like when you're uh running the floor or are, are you like all like, all business like don't don't mess with me it's all business no I'm actually very laid back very chill it, it welcoming there's kids running around you know it's like it's the happiest time. Once you're there, it's Disneyland. You know, you want to you want to put on your Willy Wonka face. Your right, yeah. Your uh, you know, he's running a carnival booth. He's you know, you play the games, talk to them. You know, get yeah. to know Luke and everybody else in one place. Yeah. And no, you don't want to be all big. Once you once you're there, it's it's women and men and cosplay, and it's it's fun. It's all business before, but once you get once it starts, it's like. <laughs> Yeah. just let go it's funny you say that because when i go to like san diego i'm all like i'm all focused on like trying to I get know you i know you you have you have one you have one agenda get all the shit and make my money the first day <laughs> flip it all that way that that first day pays for the trip that's your agenda yeah yeah I'm pretty. I can. I think I can get pretty intense when uh, when it's San Diego Comic Con. It's like that's all. You don't. You don't even want to like. You don't even want to like go gallivanting and, and and check out the whole place and and then say hi to people and, and, and do that stuff. No, you have a list. You gotta go. You know which route to go to already. And then after that, your your day is planned out. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a man on the mission. It's small though. It'll be fun though. I gotta. I'm. I'm still organizing. I just want to jump hey, in, guys. 
And uh, I'll see you. Right, I'll see you tomorrow. Ren. All right, oh, you, you taking off? I got. I got to jump out. I'm still working, but okay. Ten seventeen, right? Ten ten seventeen. Ten seventeen. I'll, I'll I'll put it up there. All right, man. See you, dude. Good luck with everything. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah. All right, later. Yeah. yeah talk, did... about, talk about bad on the mission. How about how about tonight's episode of uh, Ahsoka? Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, it's not showing up. Let me put that on there. Boom. There we go. Ahsoka, yeah. episode six. Oh man. Okay. You never watched uh, Rebels, though, right? No, no. I, I I got the gist of it from the wiki wiki page. So it's uh I I know how well I sort of know how Ezra goes off and gets what he called you know thrown into that part of the universe and yeah same thing with Thrawn but yeah I, just, I gotta ask you because I've talked to some some friends who've never watched um they never watched Rebels but they watched Ahsoka and they're confused do you think if you didn't read the the Wikipedia you'd be confused of what's going on. I don't know. It depends on what, what their confusion is. Because there there is still a lot of plot holes that I don't that I don't understand. Right. Like what? Uh the 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 space whales and how they're able to go to uh, Oh yeah, yeah. That that was definitely a rebel's deep not a deep cut, but it is a yeah, like, how how do animals from space able to jump into hyperspace? You know, that's yeah, yeah. That's but you know, and there's a couple other other things. It's, it's just some, nothing that really like jumps out of my head right now. But yeah, it. But even if you hadn't watched Rebels, it's still pretty, pretty linear when it comes down to the story. Yeah, and John, uh, yes, uh, the last twenty minutes we were actually talking about it. Red's gonna be there. Uh, Luke's gonna have his own booth. Uh, booth ten seventeen. So make sure you check it out. Yeah, we'll be uh we'll be right next to the Rose City Comic Con T shirt booth and four four booths away from Stan Sakai. Actually, we'll also be near the uh the Wild Bill's soda fountain. So I'll, I'll have to remember to bring my mug because then I get free refills. Oh nice. Um, what did you think about the episode so far, or what from what you saw? Uh, what what a. So, oh, these asking so okay. I got you. What I think so far, it's um the that that <laughs> that verse from uh Regulator kind of stuck out for me. Which one on the mission trying to find Mr. Warren G? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it kind of flipped in my head like on the mission trying to find Jedi Ezra B. Oh. That's that's what stuck out. Like, all right, this is what happens, but you know, luckily, it only lasted. Just this episode to, to find him, it didn't take yeah. us on this wild goose chase. Like, oh, yeah, shit. exactly. I like right that. Here. All right, not to go somewhere else. So, let, I'm glad it took one episode, but then there's still that little caveat where she didn't tell him half of the story. Like, how did she get there? And what how, it took for her to get there, you know, yeah, 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 which we'll probably get on the next episode, yeah. And um, I'm starting to un- I'm starting to think that Balin, he's gonna somehow flip, flip, flip sides. If he's still riding the 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 dark and light side of the force, then there is a chance for him to go back to the light side. But then his student, 
is way deep into the dark side. So it's it's that push and pull between those two characters. Yeah, is what's going to determine the the outcome on on this on this part of the universe before they go back to the rest of the empire. And, yeah, and I and and seems like she uh, uh, Shin Hati is going to be like the next um, I guess uh, heir apparent to the next Sith Master. But right now, which should be. Uh, should be Darth Vader still. No, wait, did Darth Vader die? No, Vader's dead. Darth Vader's dead. Okay, so whoever is the next Sith, Sith Master is gonna be Shin Hati's uh apprentice. I didn't realize it, but the um, the the witch that got them there, she was the one that fought Ahsoka in um, Mandalorian season, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that until like. I think I saw some sort of behind-the-scenes clip or something. I was like, "Oh, that's the same actress." Yeah. yeah, same actress. Also, the the goddaughter of Bruce Lee. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think she's Filipino, Filipino and uh, white. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you like the? I like the very beginning where they're talking about stories and the 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 robot Jedi trainer is like a long time ago, a <laughs> galaxy far, yeah. far away. <laughs> I, I I don't think we've ever had. The uh, I guess the 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 crawl um, text mm -hmm. ever said in in a Star Wars show or movie before, and it, it it actually felt nice. It did, it did. I mean, I gotta say, man, Dave Dave Filoni, they should just hand him the keys to the Star Wars universe because well, you know he has them already. He's the heir apparent to George Lucas. George Lucas has been grooming him since since uh, Rebels since. You know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, but they, they Disney messed up and they didn't give him the, the trilogy movies. And well, so because Disney thinks Disney and 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 in essence, Kathleen Kennedy thought, like, hey, we can create our own trilogy yeah. based on this set of characters, but and then have JJ Abrams direct it. But a lot of disconnect after the first one and then the second one and the third one. So it didn't have that nice soul, so that's why it's the most hated trilogy out of the bunch. Like the only thing that really that Disney did well was was Rogue One. Solo wasn't that bad, but it's really hard to replace. Yeah, Solo, Solo was good, but again, you're, you're uh, you you have a fan base that's really uh, toxic. Yeah, it comes down to taking legacy characters. Again, legacy characters like what we did for Marvel, like legacy characters for Star Wars now, and then and then somewhat switching up their origins, even though their origins was never considered, you know, it was in the, the expanding universe in the books, never considered the uh, canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we we get a little bit of that here, but it's more like a tribute to the to that expanded universe where. You got to name um, the kid, uh, Jason. Yeah, Jason, who, who was supposed to be uh, Han Solo's kid. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's a great homage to that. And so hopefully we get to see him grow up into, you know, whatever to a bigger character before the Force Awakens, because most likely he ends up with Luke 
and treads under him probably gets killed by. That's what everyone's thinking because yeah. he wants to be a Jedi. Um, and if he went into the, the Jedi order under Luke, they all got slaughtered. So yeah, well, not, I don't say all, but it, a majority of the all new Jedi's. Yes. They, yeah. they get slaughtered. Uh, but again, the, the whole new stuff coming out of Disney and Star Wars is really a bunch of retconning in order for them to fit into what was already existed. So when when they're when people are asking like where where was the Mandalorians during uh during a uh, uh, Return of the Jedi or or uh you know New Hope yeah they don't have an answer for it and maybe they will have an answer for it later with a uh, with with the next um, season of Mandalorian yeah yeah well what would you rate uh, this episode oh, no, no, I don't want to get into one more thing okay. there's, there's a little bit of parallel here. With the Return of the Jedi, where where Leia finds the the Ewoks. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And, yeah. and now with 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 uh, Sabine finding the, I guess they're called the Nadis, the the little crab people. You know, it's it's. it's Are they cra- I was thinking they're more rock people, but crabs rock, probably. They they have their claws and they have the little. Yeah. Typical things. Yeah, yeah, I would say more crustacean people. Yeah, crustacean yeah. lobsters. You know. Oh, what did so? Do we need to watch Rebels to get Ahsoka? Last season, the last season of Rebels is all you need. And last, at least the last three episodes. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you could you could skip it until Ahsoka's done, and just come back around and just finish it off. Anyways, you're going with the crustacean people. Yeah, the crustacean people. So yeah, it's a you you get that kind of the Ewoks vibe from them. Where yeah, they're they're a bunch of like uh, villagers, dwell, not forest dwellers, but that's that's all the what do you call it the the Ewoks. But just you know, you're gonna see them fight that big, you know, troop of uh, of stormtroopers in, in that in that whole ship. You know, you're gonna see that. That's what I've uh, had that feeling. You know what? I, now that you bring that up, I think that Thrawn stormtroopers are they, they seem pretty hardened and they seem pretty badass. So I don't know if they would do that because I feel like they would get they would just completely annihilate those people. They can, and and they are heartless, just like Thrawn himself. The, if, if if again if, if if you go back and review rebels and that's how they were really acting and that guy enoch with the with a golden samurai face that guy. yeah that guy's pretty dope i gotta say warm is so we're all behind on something we have the rest of our lives to catch up uh how many seasons did rebels go four seasons four seasons i think about 22 episodes on the one two and four i think 15 episodes for the third season uh not quite sure why Maybe it would have been, would have been the the actual uh, transition from from Disney Channel to something else. Uh, what the John said, uh, I haven't watched any of the Disney Star Wars stuff. Uh, John, when you have time, there's no rush. You know, if you're a big Star Wars fan, give it a try. You know, I, I can't, I can't. What do you call it? Push my my uh, my values of Star Wars to you. You're gonna have to make up your own. Uh, your. Uh, idea of what it is and if you like it or not yeah some honestly some disney for me some disney star wars plus is good some of it is bad 
Um, some of it's like whatever. Like I actually like Ahsoka a lot. Pay for Marvel too, but yeah, it's it's you. you I know people. It's like you, you can't really lead a horse to drink water, so you're just gonna have to let them like check it out. If they don't like it, they don't like it. Everybody's taste is gonna be different, and you know the mass right now. The 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 majority of the people do like Ahsoka, and there's gonna be some of the the diehard Star Wars fans who are like, it's like well, wait, like dude, the Star Wars that we grew up with was made for us when we were kids. Yeah. So it, and again, this is. Star Wars is always gonna be for for that age, or you know, it, it's gonna supposed to garner new fans with its new stories and new characters. And and I remember, I mean, speaking of that, I remember when Ahsoka first was introduced, she was not a fan favorite. It took a long time. It took really the Rebels cartoon for her to become like a favorite, but yeah, she was she not was well liked. She was the annoying. I said kid's sister to Anakin, and that you know, she you would think she would never amount to anything in the story, but just being cannon fodder. That's like she would essentially she was a throwaway character. Yeah. But George Lucas insisted that Veloni should make a a uh an apprentice for Anakin. So if you if you go on Disney Plus and watch that that little seven minute short uh, Master and Apprentice. They'll, they'll go in depth with that story. Like, why did George Lucas want an apprentice for Anakin? Oh, I need to watch that. Yeah, it came out uh, last uh, last two Fridays. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John says, I agree with the Marvel stuff. It's a mixed, mixed bag. Yes, it is. Um, if, actually, I think in October, they'll, they are re-releasing uh, Werewolf by Night in color. So they're, they're they're doing the way with the black and white. That's gonna be weird to see, I think. Well, at least we get to see the blood. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to catch up on all Clone Wars seasons. Yes, so it's uh, me too. When it, when it was showing, it was on the Cartoon Network, and then after I think uh, season four or five, it moved to the Disney Channel, and then I I. I I lost track after that one because I didn't have Disney Channel at the time. Yeah, Clone Wars is good too. I have to say, yeah, Clone Wars was good. So yeah, I mean, if you want to start all the way from there, yeah, you want to watch Clone <laughs> Wars and Rebels. You know, the, the 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 child of Soka. Because yeah, you you will get that vibe like she is this annoying brat that that really reminds you of um of young young Anakin as well. You know, there's there's a lot of parallels to how they they were brought up in the order. Yeah, yeah. So, Red, what would you rate it? Uh this episode, it yeah. it was suspenseful. Uh, it, it 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 moved the story enough, and you got to know a little bit more of Thrawn and what what what's going through his head. A lot more of the uh, the witches, and we got to see Ezra finally and where he was hanging out. And then left us on a cliffhanger. Uh, I think we only have like three or four episodes left after this. I, I Not even that. I think it's only two. I thought it was an eight-episode show. I think it was ten. But oh, maybe maybe it's ten. But I give it a nine-six. It's it was maybe after a second watching and and all the excitement has died down. Maybe I'll score it lower. But right now it's because 
yeah, finally we get a Thrawn, and he, he, he seems he seems heartless. He seems like that Thrawn that we saw in uh, in Rebels. Yeah, I mean, I would say I, I'm right along with you on that. Um, a nine six as well. Um, you know what? I know it's a TV show, and it's kind of weird because sometimes the makeup looks good, and then sometimes it looks bad, and then sometimes the CGI looks good, and sometimes it looks bad. And I know I'm, I'm nitpicking, but it's like I, sometimes I feel like there's no consistency with like the special effects. Am I getting? Are you? Do you get that vibe, or is it just like the some of it where the eyes are kind of offset and they're. Yeah. Like, there's a different twinkle from one eye to the other. Yeah, I see it. I see it. And maybe they'll clean it up again in post production after after this season. And yeah, there's a it's a little bit sloppy, but it it worked out enough to where maybe Thrawn's eyes do glow like that, and 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 light lights like that do kind of offset in the reflection. And yeah, uh, yeah, and then like even like I said, the CGI, some of it's really good, and then maybe maybe the shots where it has the. Uh, the Star Destroyer, all that looked good, but then there's other scenes where like it's not so good. So maybe they, they took more time with the more dramatic, uh, yeah, the dramatic panning shots of the, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of the digital uh, like creatures like the Howler or the Nazis. You know, there's a little bit of a, I guess, fuzziness in order for them to hide the little imperfections on there. Yeah, yeah. And Mister says, uh, I, I have a dumb question. No question is dumb. We should remember that. Uh, since I still get confused with the timelines, uh, which shows deal with the older legendary stories or have that not tacked that timeline yet? I never read the books. Um, was this timeline for Ahsoka? It's right after Return of the Jedi and same timeline as The Mandalorian Season 3. I don't know what she means by legendary stories, so I don't know what that means. Legendary stories from the books? Those are more towards the the old republic. Because okay, so because if she's talking about the dark horse stuff, none of that is canon. So none of that is canon. But I think those are like in, in between. Again, like uh, between Return of the Jedi and uh, uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah, but a lot of the the um, the actual novels from way back in the eighties to the nineties. They dealt with more of the the old republic. I mean, if you really want a good good um, Thrawn story, you need to read Timothy Zahn's *Heir to the Throne*. Is that what it's called, *Heir to the Throne*? Let me see what it's called. That's the Dark Horse title, right? No, it's a, it's a novel. Oh, okay. Tim Timothy Zahn. Yeah, *Heir to the Empire*. Yeah, Air that's it. Oh, yeah, they they they. they. I think they quoted that. Yes, they did. They did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, if you really want to get, get a good, and the thing is, Heir to the Empire, that was, there was a theory that, that when that book came out, people were hoping that that was going to be the next trilogy. But, you know, time has passed, so they can't really use that because that was the, the, the main characters were still relatively young. It, it happened. A few years after Return of the Jedi, so um, I know when that book, those those three novels came out, that was what everyone was hoping would be the next three. Yeah, but Balin had alluded to, to this whole storyline, including, I guess, what they're going through right now, 
and Ahsoka and you know, Return of the Jedi and, and the, the, the people trilogy. Everything is a circle. It cycles from yeah. where, where the rise of the Republic and then the fall of the Republic into the rise of the Empire or the rise of the Jedi or the Sith Empire or whatever it is. It's it's always it's cyc- cyclical. Yeah, cyclical. Yeah. yeah Do you way to stop it? He's trying to fight, trying to find a way to keep it on his side. And that's the has, way has it been defined whether or not they're gray Jedi or no? They haven't really labeled what they are, right? No, no. They well, don't even. They say they master them, apprentice. They call themselves Jedi in the the first episode. Oh, they did. They carry they carry red lightsabers. So it, it since the since the the Jedi Order has already fallen. You can't really call yourself a Jedi. You could be just more sensitive, right? It's like saying, like you know, if the if the Catholic Church somewhat ended tomorrow, you can't call yourself a Catholic anymore. Uh, I guess. I mean, I would think the Jedi is more of a way of practice. So if they're practicing the Jedi way, then they can be a Jedi. No, you can practice the Jedi way, but you still you don't have to call yourself a Jedi. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, I'm learning something here, <laughs> something new. Uh, so all the comics are all different story arcs than the than the books. I haven't read the comics in years. Um, I'm not sure all the convos. What does that mean? Are are on different story arcs than the books? Well, there's well the the story arcs in the 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 expanded universe. Oh, all the comics. Because all the comics are different story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, yes. There's a lot of disconnect between the, the the expanding universe on the book side of things versus the comic books. And I and right now the majority of the the borrowed storylines are coming from the Dark Horse uh, history of Star Wars. Yeah. And they, and I like how they're they they've taken like if you read some of the comic books. Currently, they they have used a little bit of the dark horse stuff, so that you know I like that because it it dark horse and you can say the Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith were in were exchanging ideas together during that time, so they were they were able to expand on on the story even more after you know after they they release Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith into comic book form. Yeah. But I know that uh, the actor who played uh, Balin, Ray, Ray Stevenson, R.I.P., he passed away. But do you think, um, do you think he that that character survives this story? No, it seems like he alluded more to his demise. More, more, more Thrawn alluding to that than himself. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's tough to say until you get to see the end. But most likely he dies at the end, and Shinhati is uh, the heir apparent. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it, we we started off late. Um, I got nothing else. Uh, Red, what about you? Oh, uh, I still have the giveaways from like a couple of weeks ago. We'll, I'll, I'll revisit that on my on my IG and re reiterate the rules because I, I still haven't received much of the entries because I mean. I got a piece of art and two comic books. Yeah. Give it we're away. Busy. We're busy. We got we got lives. Yeah, you know? But I, I like I'd like to give these prizes away. 
and 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 what do you call it? And we still have to do our three year anniversary. I know it passed last month. We still need to do it, but definitely watch out. We're gonna plan something huge. Um, after after Rosie the Comic Con, we're finally able to breathe a little bit and then plan something out for you guys, something special, and uh, and and bring our friends along. And I'll probably probably do a, this is your life kind of deal. I don't know. Uh, just, just throwing ideas out there. It, you know what is that? Um, is the comic capsule? Is that the Kickstarter still going on? The Kickstarter is done, but if you if you want some, I could get it for you. Yeah, because uh, you know I, I just, yeah I wasn't able to, but yeah. yeah no worries. Okay, cool. I'll get you a set. I'll get you a set. All right, cool man. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, uh, we'll be back. Bill, thank you for being there with us the whole three years. It's it's uh, yeah. we appreciate your uh. Your time with us, and and I'm hopefully, hopefully, finally get you in on the show, and and, and talk books with you. I, I, I'd love, we'd love to pick your brain. And uh, yeah, I agree. See with us here, so yeah. soon, yeah. soon. Um, are you guys gonna be able to make it this the next Tuesday? Or are you gonna be pooped out? Uh, that's a negative for me because as soon as I get back in town, I have to. I have to go to Monterey for for work, so I have to drive off to Monterey the night before I didn't do a Wednesday meeting. I'll try to jump on Tuesday night if I can get a Monterey in time. All right, sounds good. Well, uh, we'll try and be back, uh, you know, our normal time Tuesday. Um, if not, we'll maybe do something a little bit uh, after Tuesday, but yeah. we'll be back soon. We'll stream a little bit here and there at the convention, so just to, to check up on you guys and see if you want some of the books that we'll be selling and some of the comic capsules as well. Um, just hit us up on the IG, and then we'll um, and then we'll we'll set you a an invoice if you need to buy any books. Cool. Yes, sounds good. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys in, on the next episode. Peace I'll out. see you, John. I'll see you over there. Boot ten seventeen. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Villains Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and email us at seedlessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us on our two Instagram accounts, Seedless Villains and Seedless Villains Podcast. Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts at Luke Weeks, at Seedless Villainous Red, at Seedless E Man, and I am 